0: Corona time, Corona time. It's work from home, Corona time. We haven't gone outside so long. What is the sun? Where has it gone? What day is it? All that I know is that I'm not leaving my home. We're talking about the tools we use to work inside our offices. Our offices is the only place that we know. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't no. know if that made grammatical sense, uh, but.
1: It, it had feeling from the heart.
0: I'm out of practice. We haven't recorded in a while. And yeah. I just went for it. <laughs> but welcome to Tools Day, a podcast all about all the tools, tips, and tricks that you need to be a front end web developer. My name is Yuna, and I'm your co host.
1: And I'm Chris. And Chris? Oh, my God. Chris. I'm Chris. <laughs> I can say my own name. Don't worry. <laughs> corona and tech, I'm corona the other <laughs> And I have Why was that host. my song this time? <laughs> Rob. Uh,
0: I hope none of you are new to the show because this is yeah. a really weird show to start on.
1: Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't start on this one, but um, it's fine.
0: Today we're talking about work from home office equipment Stuff. tools.
1: Yeah, we're and we did talk about yeah we did talk about this a while ago uh, when all this went down. But it turns out, you know,
0: this is still going down
1: it's still going down
0: we talked about this in early march and it is currently almost mid-july and um we were both kind of just talking about keyboards and we were talking about um, chairs and we realized that a lot of our setup has actually changed since our last conversation and also this topic is more relevant than ever because a lot of companies are starting to a lot a little bit of work from home budget more companies are becoming remote friendly so We thought we'd give you a little bit of a review and discussion about some of the tools that we're using in our home offices. Absolutely. Yeah. But before we dive into it, we want to say thank you to our sponsor, Honey Badger, for this week's episode. Let's face it, your code is going to have errors, even code written by an amazing developer such as yourself. When bad things happen, it's nice to know that Honey Badger has your back. Honey Badger combines error monitoring, uptime monitoring, and cron monitoring into a single easy to use platform, all for way less than you're probably paying right now. Honey Badger monitors and sends error alerts in real time with all the context needed to see what's causing the error and where it's hiding in your code so you can quickly fix it and get on with your day. Honey Badger also lets you know when your external services are having issues or your background jobs go AWOL or silently fail. This is a self-funded, bootstrapped venture, which is super cool because it means that the team only answers to you, not a board of directors. And Tools Day listeners get a 30% off discount for six whole months. Simply mention Tools Day when signing up and they'll apply the discount to your account. No credit card required. So check out HoneyBadger.io, that's honeybadgr ei a fr- it's a little song for you
1: there. No, I, I was a bit worried about the spell. I for some reason I can't spell badger. I, I've realized this just bad-ger. now. Bad like, badger. Yeah, like, uh, like bad
0: girl, but bad g e r. Bad girl All right,
1: I'll, I'll just sing it to the badger. Billy Eilish song. Um,
0: yeah. Da, right. da, da, <laughs> da. <laughs> what? No copyright. Okay. <laughs> right um, okay, so let's talk tools. Um, I don't know. Let's start with keyboards because that's kind of what kicked off our uh, desire to record this episode. We just kind of wanted to get together and chat about the key tools we use now.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Has anything changed on your side?
0: I have not changed my keyboard. In fact, I still use the Apple um, just standard flat key keyboard, but it has the function keys and it has a tiny number pad i like this keyboard it's easy to type on it's what i'm used to on my laptop and i have long nails so Mm, having a keyboard mm. with like deep mechanical keys i feel like it's harder for me to type on it
1: i hear what you're saying i can't (laughs) relate unfortunately because i have not long nails and the clickety clackety oh god it feels so good the <laughs> so last time we talked um, I think I also I had a wireless keyboard um, it was not mechanical it was like kind yeah. of a soft you know linear one uh, and my desk was so clean I had I had almost no wires on my desk and you can't see my desk right now anybody else really Neither can you know but it is now a gigantic mess of wires and I'm so sad about it but I have rotated keyboards three times since we last chatted I think um, uh, Tell me more. <laughs> uh my first one i was went to a straight mechanical um it's called an 88 key keyboard right so it's a bit smaller than the full it doesn't have the numpad and i found out recently not recently but that apparently the numpad is bad for your wrists so surprise for that um, um i mean and th-
0: any keyboard that's not separated or tilted is bad for your wrists, right
1: yes but but especially the thing so um when you have the the non 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 numpad keyboards it puts your wrist in a slightly healthier position than they than they are when you have the, the bigger keyboard um mm-hmm. and yeah
0: i i agree with that so at my office in my office that's not my home office my actual desk that i haven't seen in months um i wonder how it's doing like shout out Shout out to the desk. Um, I have one of those Goodbye, keyboards. Desk. It's also a flat like Apple keyboard, but it yeah. has the numpad next to the keys. And it's yeah. My current keyboard has it sort of infused, like the uh, r- left the right arrow key is flushed to like the return and shift and delete keys, which yeah. I like. Because when it was next to those in its own separate area, it sort of changed the positioning of where my mouse was has it relates to my keyboard, and I was sort of yeah. writing, typing on my keys with my um, right hand further extended than my left hand.
1: Yeah, this Slightly. all sounds very theoretical, but if you if you get one of these keys, you, you kind of uh, you'll you'll see it. And then if you ever make the switch, which I just did, to an ergodox, which I'm still kind of fiddling around with, you can literally feel the difference and restrain immediately. Like mm. it's like I'm not using mine right now because it takes. So much time to learn how to use, but I'll try. I've been trying to do it for like half an hour a day, or so, which is really bad. It is, it, I'm, I'm doing it incredibly inefficiently. Uh, but regardless, uh, whenever I swap to it, I, I don't think I have wrist pain, but I know I have like wrist strain. Is and that so, because you're
0: barely using it? Because it is hard to use. Uh,
1: n- <laughs> well, so well in so much that when I swap to it, I, I can feel how much better my wrists feel. Okay. So when I don't use it, I have a I have a you know a normal. Mechanical keyboard, um, but whenever I swap the Ergodox, like my wrist just feels so much better, like hilariously better. And so, um,
0: for also just for of those of you who are not familiar, the Ergodox oh, yeah. keyboard is a keyboard that is a split keyboard. It has um, little uh, notches on the back of it so that it uh, sort of tilts upwards, and um, it is uh, ortho linear keys, so they're not lined yeah. up straight. They're they kind of like tilt around in a curved shape and I'm very interested in this keyboard I don't know if I would like it because of what I said with I just I'm used to typing on flatter keys I also feel like if I want my nails to grow a little bit longer they're gonna get in the way um yeah no so yeah I I I don't I don't know but I'm very interested because I have a few friends who have one and they love it yeah
1: it's just like a learning curve but like it's probably It's one of those things that, as I've been working from home for the last six months, I didn't realize how bad my ergonomic stuff was. I just haven't really. I mean, I I kind of knew, but I just stopped caring really. And now that you know, we're still here, Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh man, I probably should start caring because I'm in my thirties now, and I only have one set of wrists, I guess.
0: Yeah, Yeah, the thing about the ergodox that. I also am like a little bit unsure about if it would work for me. Is typically with your ergodox setup, you have your two uh, halves of the keyboard. Also, I don't like that it has wires. That's you know we mentioned that, but <laughs> so oh, yeah, you have the wires. two halves, and then to, to get the full wrist support, you also need a pad that they also sell the ergodox little pad thing. Do you use that? Yeah. Yes. So Chris uh, has it, I- um, which is a lot of a vertical space on your desk and um i know that chris can't see right now but i live in brooklyn i live in a small apartment my desk is in my bedroom because we only have a one bedroom apartment my partner is in the living room that's how we live life you know we're making it work but my desk for that reason is not very deep it's sort of like pushed against the wall and so in order to use my keyboard and mouse more ergonomically i have pulled out the drawer underneath my desk and i put a wood slap on top of it so that it creates like an extra maybe foot and a half of space. And that's where I do my typing. And it's also set a little bit lower than my desk, which is good for ergonomics because your arms are supposed to be at a 90 degree angle. And then my desk is a little bit higher so that my monitor is flush with my head. So I'm not tilting up or down on my neck.
1: Yeah, well, so you don't have to use this kind of wrist thing. It's like a nice to have. It definitely helps, but um, I don't always put it on. But I definitely do hear you I'm I, I live in a suburb and and so I I have the ability to have a gigantic desk and it's is definitely thing office. that I can do and an office yeah, I have an office which yeah. is uh I don't have any plants in here which I needed to do at some point uh but um yeah I, I'm I'm yeah, yeah, really fortunate office that I can supply. You know yeah <laughs> um
0: no, it's it's okay. Like, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying, like, just logistically, I think it would be harder for me to have um, that sort of space for the support. However, I will say that I have been using my new chair. It has Ooh. armrests, and Ooh. the armrests provide some really great support for my arms and wrists, since I'm not, okay. like, holding my wrists up by the edge of my desk. I'm now holding yeah. my arms up, and my wrists are able to relax in yeah. this space. Okay, okay
1: any other kind of fun changes to your to your setup
0: well the biggest change for me is my monitor and actually i have a lot of changes so um i do a lot of like content creation at home so i have like a dslr camera that i'm using now i have it set up as my um as my webcam as well and i'm using a um It's called an HD60S Plus by Elgato to um, route my camera's streaming in so I can use it as a webcam. But then I'm also using this camera for like videos and that kind of stuff. But it's also a nice bonus that I can use it for meetings and get like a nice professional looking setup that works way better. Um, But because I'm now using that as my video streaming webcam I can just put away my laptop so it's not really taking up any space Mm -hmm. on my desk I actually have my laptop behind my monitor I I used to do this two screen approach where I had my laptop open and my monitor open but I found that I wasn't really uh utilizing it that well and I was kind of like distracted and like where where which screen is my stuff on and now I have like a 32 inch think vision monitor that is big enough for me to have all the screens I need it works perfectly for that and I don't need to have my um, laptop also taking up space I just have it it's uh, vertical now like I have it um yeah positioned vertically and I'm using literally an iPhone stand to make my laptop stand up and I want to link this in the show notes because it is like the best thing I bought for $15. I use this all the time. I use it when I'm like chatting with my friends on um, like house party. I use it to stand up my laptop. House, it's just yeah. so convenient. <laughs>
1: uh, I have uh, a similar setup now. I kind of went through the same thing where I now have a DSLR, or I have a mirrorless camera um, and I use uh, another Elgato thing called the Cam Link. Um, yeah,
0: so that's what I wanted to get. But the Cam Link was sold out for ages when COVID started because yes. um, everybody wanted one. And so the Every- next best thing was the HD60 S Plus, which is sold by the same company. It's a little yeah. bit more robust. It also does input streaming. So you could stream like from a like video game system thing. into yeah. it. I don't use that. I just use the output from You're my not camera. a video
1: game streamer, you that know? I uh, would not have told... <laughs>
0: <laughs> I could Where's totally. I mean, I was very into Animal Crossing for like exactly that's, a month and a half.
1: Listen, Animal Crossing had me for like three weeks, and then I got my basement, and the game died for me. Um, I know.
0: I feel like I won the game, and then not now they have diving and they have like really fun stuff that I want to start playing again.
1: Yeah, we'll see. Um, I have, so, so I have a DS. I have a mirrorless camera with the with the Cam Link. I've been pondering buying key lights, but I haven't quite got there yet. Um,
0: what it, wait, what you do you say, mean by key lights?
1: So, you know, one of the th- so one of the things, so we actually had a workshop, not a workshop, but a little thing like, you know, how to present better uh, in meetings, you know, how to, like, look better, you know, where should your, your lighting be um, in all this stuff. And so a key light is something you can put basically behind you or in front of you, basically, behind your camera to so, so that you're front lit um you'll see them in like photography shoots you know where you have three three point lights come again like a ring a ring light a ring light uh accomplishes a very similar thing Mm -hmm. um uh, a key light is generally just more of it Uh, um and uh yeah it's one it's one of those things where i've been like well maybe i'll start streaming code some at some point and then maybe i'll want a key light Uh, it's
0: also good to just be visible in your meetings
1: yes Yes, it is one of those things where I have had multiple people reach out to me and be like, hey, how do I duplicate your setup uh, in our meetings just because, you know, we're all remote now, I guess, and all of a sudden appearing better on screen is, is important. So I
0: will say when you use a DSLR or a any kind of legit camera yeah. in your video meetings, you just look so professional. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: like, it's like I, I don't have to say anything now. I just appear professional. It's like, it's a life hack.
0: And the cam link is back in stock. So you too can have all this. Um, yes. It's really neat. It's like a plug and play tool mm-hmm. that I really like using uh, too. I mean, yeah. you know, you can get either for that. And yeah. then if you want the extra, it's like an extra like 50 or 60 bucks to get the HD 60S And that gives you the yeah. input. Um, yeah.
1: One thing you have to be careful with this is that not all cameras have a, what's called a clean HDMI out. And so you have to, your camera has to have a setting that says, you know, turn off all the camera things that you'd see through the view lens or the viewfinder. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, cat, please. Um, um, and I was lucky enough that the camera I have here is, is, is solid. So, um, yes. You're on, so what you're on camera
0: the- are you using? Since we are talking about tools,
1: I have a Sony a 6,000, um, alpha 6,000 rather. I think it is. It's a mirrorless camera. It's, um, it's fantastic and it takes amazing photos anyways. Um, but it's, is that
0: the a 6,600?
1: No, no, that's, 6, the, that's the, that's yeah.
0: Okay. Cause I have the a 6,600,
1: Okay, which I guess fancy. is mirrorless too. I thought it
0: was a DSLR, yes. but it is a mirrorless camera.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's just different, like, um, different, Bracket of camera, basically the sixty-six hundred. I think is better autofocusing and some other stuff like that. But it's the same family uh, of of cameras. And
0: sorry, my cat.
1: Just, my cat just decided to walk on my laptop. And uh, <laughs> and uh, anyway, so yeah. So you know, there's a pretty wide range of different cameras you can accomplish with this. this the any kind of mirrorless camera is expensive. Um, but yeah, you know. That's kind of a,
0: but it's also like, you I I wouldn't necessarily buy a mirrorless camera just to have as a webcam. I have yeah. a mirrorless camera in my house. Yes. Yes. And so, you know, I could use that as a webcam.
1: Yes. If you if you already have one, or you're planning to do like, you're planning to record video. You're planning planning to do other things. Definitely a worthwhile investment. Just pick up a cam pay, a cam link or the HD sixty or any other kind of camera to computer interface uh but i would not yeah i would not (laughs) invest in it if it's just for the webcam yeah for sure Uh, it's
0: not like necessary we're just saying that we like it it's a nice tool (laughs) uh Um,
1: anything else fun what about software side
0: um i want to talk about my chair next oh my god your chair i'm so sorry so this chair Listen, my friends, this chair. Um, So Google gave us a little bit of stipend to get some work from home items, and I spent my entire stipend on the chair. And I also had to pay out of pocket a little bit because the stipend didn't cover the full chair. However, it is worth it for this chair. Let me tell you about this chair. So it is the um, Herman Miller Aeron office chair, and it is like everyone knows about this chair for some reason. Like when I tweeted about this chair, everyone was like, Oh, I have one too. Um, you can get these chairs on the secondhand market as well. And they retain their value pretty well too. Um, my friend bought one that was like a 15 year old chair still works perfectly well. And I think it was like in the 400 or $500 range. Anyway, this chair is really nice. I decided that the best use of my work from home money was on something that improved my health in the best way. And for me, that's the chair because I get back pain. We sit all day, we sit so much. Yep. So, um, this chair has like adjustable arms. They go up and down, like they, they, they twist in and out. There's a lumbar support thing in the back. And I think a really big improvement for me was just having arm rests because my last chair did not have arm rests. My last chair was like one of those like Ikea chairs that I bought for like I don't know, 120 bucks. And they last until they don't, you know? Um, Until they break down the pieces. Until they break. But with the Herman Miller Aaron chair, because it is such a legacy chair, first of all, you get a 12 year warranty on the chair. So if anything happens to it within 12 years of you buying it, they will fix it or replace it. And second of all, you can buy replacement parts for cheap online or get it repaired and then use this chair for, like, 20 years. So if if you, like, do the calculus, I feel like spending money up front for something that is going to last me for, like, the rest of my career, potentially, if I retire early. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) You know, that's a dream of mine that (laughs) probably won't happen, but, you know, it's nice to think about. Um, I think it's one
1: of those those things like, like chairs, mattresses, like, yeah. If I was to, could say, if you had, you know, a, a certain budget and you had nothing, n- everything else, you didn't, you didn't have anything we are talking about, I would say get the chair. I think that by itself, it's kind of hard to talk about. Like, like, oh, yeah, I have more support when I sit, but it's like I stand up at the end of my day and I feel fine.
0: Yeah. I, I don't even know. Like, this chair was expensive. I don't know, like, how it compares to a chair that was half the price, which would still be expensive. Um, but, I do feel like because of that warranty and because of the ability to repair it, it does make it worth it. And just for like your health, the health of your body and like alignment, I started taking my ergonomics more seriously because I was like, okay, it's like kind of paying for a gym membership. Like if I'm paying for this, I'm going to make sure that everything else is also ergonomic.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I definitely think that having a good chair is like high up there on my list also my mouse I'm obsessed with my mouse my mouse has not changed it's the MX Master by Logitech and this is my favorite mouse I've ever used I own two of them maybe three because I own one that's the previous edition of this one I brought one of these to my office because I liked it so much Um, this mouse I just like how it cups in my hand and it works really well I like the scroll wheel I like that it has this side wheel thing that you can like see if your website is overflowing
1: (laughs) waxing lyrically oh my god this mouse though
0: (laughs) no literally my favorite like tool in my tool chain is my mouse (laughs) but your chair my chair is my like new love but this mouse has been with me for years (laughs)
1: loyalty to the mouse yeah yeah that's fair (laughs) i was going to say that you know i've kind of i've invested in a lot of different pieces to kind of make my life easier um you know, I've invested in a bunch of audio stuff so that when I talk there's less, you know, background sounds. Um, I've, you know, I, I have a desktop and a, and a Mac and so I invested in like a switch to kind of speed that up since cause now my laptop is, you know, always at my house. You know, I'm always working from home. At the minute, any kind of like paper cut things you've kind of fixed over the last six months? Things that sucks and you've got it's a little bit better now.
0: Um, my my microphone setup. So with with my monitor, I never had a monitor at home before. I, I have a longer desk. Like I was saying, it's shorter but longer. So I'm able to have one half of it, like have my monitor and then the drawer I pull out. And then I have my microphone arm on the other side of my desk. So I like pull it across. And it's really nice because it's out of the way. Visually, I could see my screen and have it yeah. be in a position that still is good for recording. So I feel like that was like a small improvement um have you bought a a arm for the monitor no i would do that if i was like certain that i was living here for a long time but i'm probably not going to be here next year in this apartment
1: (laughs) you can clamp the arm so my so i have an arm for my monitor Mm -hmm. and it clamps to the desk itself as opposed to the wall or anything um and when you remove the stand (laughs) and really not at all
0: uh, so because I have drawers, my desk isn't like oh, flat, and gotcha. it's like thicker. So clamping things yeah. is hard. The way that I have my uh, arm clamped for microphone is through, you know those slots for cables, like the round hole. Yeah. I clamped it inside of that.
1: Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, never mind then. But I okay. think that
0: clamp. I think that um, get things off your desk. It will make yes. you feel better. So if yes. you can, like Chris is saying. Uh, ramp amp clamp arm arm your monitor
1: (laughs) clamp your monitor to an arm anyways uh remove the default stand you have for your monitor and put it onto an arm if you can fit it Um, they're relatively cheap like fifty dollars or so uh fifty to a hundred depending on the quality and um it honestly like i i swapped mine and i got like four feet of space back not four feet um I'm bad at math apparently two feet of space back um just because of the way that an arm works and how a stand works and then you get all this you reclaim all this space beneath the monitor um
0: are you a single monitor person or i have a
1: single one but it is 34 inches wide
0: yeah same same with me yeah um i prefer that i yeah. i know some people like multi-monitor but i just get too distracted and i don't need all the space like it's plenty of space
1: i, I kind of feel anybody who's tried the ultra wides tends to stick with it just because it's more usable space yeah yeah i
0: love it and at uh, my office at work i have a curved monitor which i really like too
1: yeah 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 it's just one of those things that if you're if you're in the the market for monitors right now uh trying to improve the thing think about ultra wides you don't need to get the gaming ones um uh those are very nice but as long as you have really the, the form factor kind of uh gives you more usable space that's their whole thing where with two monitors you have that kind of bezel in between and like um there's kind of this this little neck strain as you kind of like you know oscillate between the two but with the the ultra wide just the way it's set up you tend to just use more of it so it's fantastic
0: i also want to say that when you are setting up your monitor the ideal distance from yourself is about one arm's length so you can just stretch your arm out and then if you could barely touch your monitor perfect Yep, that's the right distance. (laughs) Um, I would love to actually mount my monitor on my wall. I think that that would be really cool because then I wouldn't have to use the pullout thing on my desk. I could just I'd be the right amount of distance and it would just not be on my desk. I'd love to just like get that off of my desk. But um, to hold up my camera, I'm actually using a tripod like a mini Uh desk tripod. And the weight of my camera sort of pushes down on it, so I'm using the top of my monitor to sort of keep it up. <laughs> okay. Okay. Like, like all right. The, the lens is over my monitor, so it stays up. So it's kind of working out this way, but that is one improvement that I wish that I had. Now, now Chris is <laughs> pulling out his uh, his tripod.
1: <laughs> so I did the same thing for a while, where I had like this tripod against the wall, and I was just kind of balancing the back of my own monitor. And I was like, hopefully this all doesn't fall down to pieces. And then I swapped to an arm, and it was a lot better. <laughs>
0: Oh, you have your camera on your arm?
1: I have a camera on an arm. Um,
0: Interesting. A, a, dif-
1: a different arm. A different arm. Um, I have two arms yeah, here. Yeah, yeah.
0: You got like five yeah. arms going on.
1: Yeah, five. I have so much Yeah, I have too many Too many arms, really. It's fine. Oh, yeah, I have, I have this mic arm too. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've gotten so used to this mic in front of my face that I don't even know it's there half the time anymore. Uh,
0: yeah, that's why it's nice uh-huh. to have a mic on an arm because... yeah it's not in your way so you can yeah. still look at the screen and you could have the mic yeah. underneath you. Um, mine's like sort of angled up above you. I think is Same. a little bit more difficult and it prevents yeah. when you are um, recording something, it prevents the key clacks from getting picked up or any way yeah. that you're like hitting your table. So I think that that's, it's um, always a, a nice thing to have. Oh,
1: yeah. Ooh, speaking of key clacks, have you done? So um, one of the things I did is that I, I put in a, what's called a processor or it's like a, a hardware piece where I I have had noise gating um, to kind of drop key clacks, key clacks, but there's a bunch of new, you know, software out there that does something similar as well. Google meet just rolled out a, yeah. So Google meet just rolled out a, um, noise cancellation thing, which will try to filter out, um, um, background noise. And if you're on windows, there's something called Nvidia audio canceling and it will, um, it sounds like magic like there's a yeah. i saw a video where someone was hammering next to their mic and it did not pick it up so it's windows only right now but if you're on a windows and you want like high quality noise cancellation uh there's a few really cool software choices out there for you
0: that's really cool also like along the thread of audio um the microphone i'm using right now is called a Heil PR40 but I have been using my Blue Yeti a lot lately and the Blue Yeti on the single focus setting is very good at canceling out noise. I have an AC that's running. It usually does not pick it up. Um, when you speak close to the Yeti and there's stuff going on, it usually is good at filtering that out. And the Blue Yeti is like $130. I feel like for the quality of that microphone, it's very good. Um, yeah. Yeah, I've tried a lot of different microphones. I have three microphones on my desk right now.
1: Yeah, I, I have, I went, rotated through a few. I'm, I'm on the Shure SM7B um, right now, but I, I had the Blue Yeti in the past, and I also had the Heil.
0: Um, and I also had the Audio-Technica A220, or AT20, something with a 20 in it. Let me one of those. I'm pulling it out. AT2020, USB condenser mic this is also a solid mic. I use this when I travel. So um, Mm. people who have listened to the show for a long time know that um, I do a lot of conferences or like I like to travel and be on the road. And so when I'm on the road, I will record on the AT2020. And it has a little uh, mini tripod for the mic, like a little stand that it comes with. Adorable. (laughs) It's really cute. Um, And this is very very like light I, I like this microphone a lot and the quality of it is pretty good as well so if you are in a smaller space or if you travel and like to record on the go um, I would recommend the AT2020 All solid right. mic I've had this for like almost five years now and it's still a recommendation from yeah. even like the the team at Google that does uh, like production they recommended this mic to me. and I was like, oh, I already have it from five years ago. It still works just as great.
1: It's <laughs> a quality mic then. There you go. Yeah. Five years. That's, that's a good period of time in terms of electronic equipment these days.
0: Do you realize that we've been recording this show for four and a half years? Almost five years. I, I do now. Yeah. It's almost its almost October. Oh, yeah. We started this show in October 2015. We're olds. Well, we are what a old. Different,
1: what a different time that was. Uh,
0: we were like, should we use React? <laughs> what is React?
1: <laughs> what is React?
0: We were uh, like, Ruby. What about broccoli? Just kidding. We didn't talk about Ruby. No. We, did yeah, we talked Ruby. about broccoli. Um, Listen, if you're looking for tool recs, go to, go to tooling.report. My team just put out tooling.report and it uh, it does a lot of testing for various tools and processors. And um you can see if it works for your use case. It sort of like gives you an overview. And then also you can the dive into all the tests. A summary and then also dives into all the details and yeah. you know. We should talk about those sorts of tools in the show also.
1: Yeah, it's been it's been a while. We've have, we haven't done like a like a real front end uh how are you building your application for a while.
0: Like a architecture thing. Like a Yeah. 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 Well, we're going to talk about some a more technical show in our next episode, but <laughs> it's not going to be that. And then maybe we'll follow yeah. up with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, right. yeah, I think that this is a good end of the show. Unless you have other tools you want to bring up. You, you mentioned software earlier.
1: Oh, yeah. One thing um, I found, so there's a couple of cool things coming out re- soon to keep your eye on. So if um, there's a new piece of video conferencing Video software called mm-hmm coming out soon. I, I really want to use that. Yeah, it looks incredible and um, It's billed as you know the nightly news But for your video conferences and so it from what I see it, it Basically takes your webcam and lets you build like scenes and like whatnot and So you can like move your your camera around your screen and, and then it outputs all this into a video feed that you can use in like zoom or Google meet or any other kind or of YouTube. video conferencing Or YouTube Um, um, and um, you can do some of the stuff with like OBS if you're on Windows but if you're on a Mac you're kind of like it's real hard to do any of this kind of thing and so uh, I'm super excited for that coming out Um, and uh, if you're into email hey.com also very I don't know about that I'm sorry I forgot you work at Google Uh, uh, it's not that (laughs) I just
0: I don't okay so for hey.com you only get the subdomain of hay.com, So yes, right if now. I want to be una at Hey.com, I need to pay $300 per year to have that. No,
1: 99.
0: No, it's 300 for a three letter.
1: Oh, 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 yes. Thing. Unfortunate. Okay,
0: so so yeah. for my name, I have to pay $300 a year yeah. just yeah. to have the right to own Yuna at Hey.com. I have una Yuna.im for free, which is shorter than at hey.com yeah and i could i could even write hey at yuna.i i could write like a at yuna.i like it's anyway i just feel like the pricing model is very expensive for what it provides
1: i think it's expensive specifically if you have a short name i think it's because expensive because
0: you don't because all it's really doing is it asks you if you want email from a certain address which is just like any um extension that you could download to have spam filtering and it's charging a lot of money. It's $99 for like an average longer name.
1: So, so, so it's $99 for it. So I've been using it for the last uh, three weeks uh, or so, and I'll say that I drastically prefer. So it's main innovation is something that I feel every other email, email provider will copy in a year or so, or however long it takes. And it's, it's innovation is a UX flow, which is basically, uh instead of email going directly into your inbox first it goes to a screening process first and you choose where it goes um and
0: but you can do that with labels i use labels extensively in my email
1: so do i uh, in gmail but labels are a post process right so you it lands in your inbox first and then you label it you do the filtering part right and so wouldn't,
0: wouldn't you argue that this filtering is also a post process because you have to label it essentially
1: No, I'd say, I'd say no, because it's not, you don't see it until you do it. Right. Um, And the kind of like cognitive lift of not seeing things is actually quite large, at least for me, my inbox, my, my email, my main adanarach.gmail.com has so much garbage (laughs) going to it at this point. Like I, I've, I've had it for, I've had it since I was like 13 or something. And, um, so like. Over the, over the time, I feel that email has been sold to a lot of, lot of random lists. And so uh, I never know like what is being sent there. And so now I don't, when I open up hey.com, I know that any email I see in front of me is something I care about. Uh, and then I can go say, okay, let me go check my screener and say, do I care about any of these? But it's, a, um, it's like a pull process, right? So I'm going in and I'm actively doing that versus I see it automatically. Um, and that by itself is um, really relaxing for email um, but I'll say that this is not like a this is something that everybody else can copy so I, I, I hope that everybody else does too and the moment doesn't extend the reason why I'm not switching my accounts to my hey email address is because I'm confident that in six or seven months somebody will make a uh a a plugin or something for for gmail that uh that does the exact same thing and then i won't have to i also want to add
0: that this problem can be avoided if you if you own any domain and have email as a part of that you can just create new email addresses so you can create like i don't know say um (laughs) forever 21 at yuna.im and that's like I, i don't get the forever 21 uh, newsletter, but for some reason that's the first thing that popped into my head. Um, you can create literally a subdomain email for every yeah. single one of these, and then you won't have that problem. You can also have a junk email. I still use my Yahoo email for my junk email.
1: I mean, I do it's. <laughs> I mean, so the, the nice part with with Hey is just that I don't have to think about that. Everything just works, right? Like I, I go in and I've screened out like so many people. And I do it one time, right? Versus mm-hmm. like a, and it's like um the, they they have basically made a really wonderful UX pattern, um, and they're charging ninety nine dollars for that UX pattern. Yeah, it's not something that and people I can't that. duplicate. Yeah,
0: I respect uh, that. I just I can't justify paying for that.
1: That's fair. That's perfectly fair. I don't
0: know. But if you're
1: into it. I do recommend checking it out at least for I'm like justifying days.
0: this expensive chair, but I can't justify. Well, ninety nine dollars is actually very expensive per year. That's per yeah, year. I mean, it's yeah. not like a lifetime membership. I don't know.
1: I kind of feel like everything is going subscription model on it these days, and so like I just assume everything, nothing is like a lifetime anymore.
0: Yeah, I mean, which, which, you know, so, when you break it down per month, it seems less expensive like i'm yeah. sure i pay more than that for my netflix account but no it's a monthly charge you
1: do you do you do yeah um I, I i will say that you know as someone who wants to eventually ship a piece of software uh, i've gotten a lot more comfortable paying for software as i've gotten older and i don't know why I mean, it's one of those things where I'm like, like oh i guess um cat hello yeah, but
0: what I'm saying is like with this specific software, it's yeah. not something I can't otherwise have. Like with, with Netflix, for example, or any other subscription service, it's something that I wouldn't otherwise have. But I have access to email and I yeah. have a, a method of organizing it.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, don't, I definitely don't think it, it is a you must have this. Uh, but I'll say that I enjoy email more now.
0: Okay, I'm all, well, I'm, but I'm also then it's I'm also email such a big part. I'm of your I'm, life.
1: Also, yeah, uh, I'm also one of those people who loves email. To, I, I I paid for Superhuman, you know. So like, like I'm I'm this I'm in the uh, specific uh, tech bubble where they're like, yeah, this person will shell out money for a random, yeah. random UX improvements. I'm also improvements.
0: salty that there's an upcharge for my name.
1: Uh, yeah, but that's that's perfectly fair.
0: Three hundred dollars <laughs> a year. Yeah, that's more than I pay for Netflix. <laughs>
1: Yes, that is one. Um, Well, maybe next time you shouldn't have a unique name, you know? Wow.
0: Yeah. Tell my mom that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we've gone way over. This show has very much been catch-up time. You know, if you like this style of episode, I had a lot of fun recording it. I enjoy listening to shows like this that are a little more casual that talk about, like, shoot the shit a little bit more. Um, And I still get a lot out of it, like, I like talking about tooling in every respect and form. Our next episode will be a bit more technical and we'll be focused on some upcoming experimental technologies, which are cool and also available in some browsers and also talk about polyfills. Um, but let us know your thoughts. Let us know what you thought of the show. And also make sure to check out Honey Badger for your 30% off discount for six months. That's Pretty significant discount. And remember to mention Tools Day, the Tools Day podcast. When signing up, they'll apply the discount to your account. No credit card required. So check out Honey Badger. Do you have any closing notes for our lovely audience?
1: Um Toolsday. Oh, it's not it's back to FM slash uh, slash slash Tools Day. It's uh, back.fm slash toolsday. slash toolsday. Five years Tuesday. ago. Check out our first podcast. Uh and see how different we sound now. That's actually a Oh fun yeah, trip.
0: check out that audio quality change. <laughs> check out that
1: audio quality change.
0: We've gone through a lot of mics, you know. It's yeah. taken us a long time to perfect our setup. Yeah. If you will.
1: If you will. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're weirdos. <laughs> um anyway,
0: thank you again. Goodbye. Goodbye, my friends. <laughs> Stay safe.
1: Stay safe.